Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things Podcast. The story you are about to listen to is called Statler House Book 1 Anna. After a near-death experience changes a young orphan child's life forever, the benevolent Dr. Statler uses his bleeding-edge therapy to help her and other children at his group home return to a life of normalcy. This short story brings to life the challenges faced by trying to help one small group of children survive their common pasts. Rodney, nearly froze to death but watched as his sister was taken. Julie, almost successful in her final attempt to end her life but was plucked from the moment of death. Tyler, a teen substance abuser was saved by emergency room doctors after overdosing. Anna, a young orphan who narrowly survived her brush with death due to a house fire. John, felt the jaws of his uncle's feral dogs around his throat but was saved from death by paramedics. Emily, the only child who has never had a brush with death. What do all of the residents of the Stadler Group Home truly have in common? The answer will shock and terrify you. The dim sunlight of the rainy afternoon does little to lighten the tension of the group session taking place inside of the session room. Rodney and Dr. Stadler square off in the center of the circle of folding chairs. The other children remain silent to stay free of their rage. The lockdown is not a punishment, yells Dr. Stadler. Rodney bucks. That's bull, Doc. The rest of the children remain quiet and motionless save for their looks of concern. Anna, though, chuckles at each jab in the verbal boxing match taking place. Tyler folds his arms, glaring at Anna. Seeing an opportunity to antagonize the conversation, she interjects while staring at Tyler. Better than 72 hours of being tied down like a dog? Anna adds coldly to the conversation. Everyone gasps at Anna and her callous words. Tyler leaps to his feet, racing across the room, fueled by a sudden rage. What did you just say? Maggie rushes between Anna and Tyler. I'm sure she didn't. Tyler pokes Maggie in the chest and then points at Anna. Quit protecting her. She knows exactly what she said. Dr. Stadler seizes Tyler by the wrist. Enough! Maggie steps from the circle, throwing her arms skyward. She turns, pressing her clenched fists at her sides. She pauses, seeing two human-like shadow figures standing behind Tyler's chair, watching the commotion. She blinks, rubs her eyes, and as quickly as they appeared, the figures disappear. Anna smirks at her amidst the chaos. Maggie notices Anna acknowledge the shadow's existence through a nod. Anna's actions confirm she is not losing her mind and that the things she has been seeing may be real. Dr. Stadler faces Anna, demanding, Where did you hear about that? Tyler plops onto his chair. Yeah, bitch, talk. Dr. Stadler yells, That's enough, Tyler! Anna sits, unmoved by the doctor's actions. Anna begins her story. After the fire, when my parents died, and the doctors tied me down. Anna pulls up the sleeve of her blouse to reveal horrible burn scars running up her arm from the elbow. Everyone looks towards Anna in shock by her response and revelations to the group. Dr. Stadler looks at Anna in confusion. What are you talking about? Anna mimes the motion of her resisting a tube being forced down her throat. Then they forced tubes into my throat. They said it would help me breathe, but it did not help. Anna vomits, ejecting both black and green bile onto the floor in front of herself. Maggie covers her face in shock. Julie leaps from her chair, covering her mouth. I'm going to my room. Dr. Stadler waves his arms, motioning for everyone to clear out of the group session room. Session's over. Just go to your rooms. Anna, stay put. Dr. Stadler faces his wife. You and I need to talk. 
Let me handle this first. We'll talk tonight, I promise. Maggie wipes tears from her eyes. Emily walks to Maggie and hugs her. She will be okay. She's my friend. She places her hands on Maggie's face and turns it towards her. Emily stands and grabs Anna's hand. Emily looks a little confused by her look of contentment with her actions. I guess that's over. Anna chuckles at the discussion's curt ending. Emily gags at the smell of the thick, chunky pool of vomit, but turns and exits the room with Anna in tow. John grabs Tyler by the sleeve. Come on, let's go work out and get away from the shit. Tyler glares at Anna, mouthing the words, I'll get you, bitch. John drags Tyler out of the room with him, towards the makeshift garage gymnasium. Dr. Stadler and Maggie exit last, turning off the room lights and carry a large stack of files with them. She nudges him once in the hallway en route to his office. You need to tell me what the hell just happened. Dr. Stadler hushes his wife. We can talk, but only once inside my office. Maggie nods in acceptance as she opens the door to his office. Fine. But this had better be some real answers, not like last time. He enters the office and turns on the room light. Maggie closes the door behind them. She sits opposite Dr. Stadler at his desk. What the hell was all that about and how did she know about Tyler? Dr. Stadler stares blankly as Maggie begs him for an answer. Did Anna die like she claimed? Dr. Stadler slides Maggie Anna's file from across the table. Maggie looks confused at the multiple file names on the medical folder. I don't get it. Maggie opens the first of the linked files. Stephanie Long? Is this another kid you want to work with? I hardly think this is the time to discuss. Dr. Stadler shakes his head no. No, Maggie. That is or was Anna. Maggie stands up, paces a moment reading the chart. She stops and places the file on top of the cluttered office desk. I don't get it. She changed her name? Yes. She survived the house fire that killed her parents, but it left her in a vegetative state from exposure to the intense heat, Dr. Stadler offers. You don't understand. I've been working with that girl in the coma, trying to find a way for her to regain consciousness for over a year, he continues to explain to Maggie. Anna or Stephanie? Maggie asks. Stephanie or Anna died during our last hypnotherapy session in the hospital about seven months ago. We fought for nearly thirty minutes to bring her back, but she kept slipping away. Dr. Stadler settles into his chair, folding his arms. So she died then, just like each of the other kids? Maggie perks up. Yes, but it happened during the second session after she had finally regained consciousness. She was in deep when she began a conversation with... Something. Dr. Stadler gives a sly smile. Maggie seems confused by the revelation. What do you mean, something? Dr. Stadler opens a file and spins it around to face Maggie for inspection. Yes, something. Even the recorders couldn't decipher the words she was speaking. Only a single word came through right at the end. I'm cool. Maggie looks puzzled at the information. That's it? The odd thing to me was she seemed to be genuinely pleading with something or someone. Now she was begging someone or something when she said it. Dr. Stadler looks down at his notes in the file. I sent copies of the audio recording off to the university to see if they can make any sense of the recording. 
Dr. Stadler gestures to his Ph.D. hanging on the wall of the office. Poor girl, it's no wonder she seems off. Maggie shakes her head. My hypnotherapy sessions have done wonders with others. I am sure I can help Anna or even Stephanie. It will be another step in the evolution of my father's therapy techniques. I can feel it, Dr. Stadler declares. Maggie gently takes Dr. Stadler's hand to comfort him. Why are we calling her Anna if her name is Stephanie? When I arrived at the hospital about three months ago, the staff told me she prefers Anna. Dr. Stadler shrugs. Since the staff probably couldn't pronounce the word, they shortened it to Anna. Maggie nods in understanding. We were not the first choice of the state for her care. There were two other families, but each family lost her after just one month each. Dr. Stadler yawns and rubs his face. Maggie takes the files from Dr. Stadler. She reads for a moment, but stops with wide eyes staring at the file's revelation of details. They did not return her. It says something burned each of the families alive in house fires. In each instance, she survived unharmed? Maggie glares at him. Get her under control before she finds a match. That's not funny. She's been through a lot. It took everything to get the courts to bury her files and let me take over. Dr. Stadler stares at Maggie. I know we can get through this. Who knows? You may even save her. Maggie tries to disarm her husband. Dr. Stadler looks out of his office window at the storm sailing high above. Try to get to know her. Build rapport. We need her to trust us if we will continue the experiment. Maggie wraps her arms around him in a loving embrace. But if it burned her up in a fire, why doesn't she have a single scar? Her skin is smooth and unblemished. This has been the Wicked Things podcast presentation of Stadler House Book 1 Anna. Thank you for listening. And come back real soon.